Hey everyone, Dave and Jeff. Just like we said, we come through when we make promises. Yes. This is show number Whoa. three on the week. Uh, didn't mean to overmodulate. Look, there are a lot of people out there that for some reason, I don't know what started it, but you got it in your head that Dave's a real prick. <laughs> and 100% you started this. And look, everybody is entitled to their own opinion. I got it. I would read some of these things on social media. I wouldn't get it. And then tonight, I started to see it your way, people. Oh. Because Dave just told me one of the sickest things I've ever heard about his eating habits with friends in Arizona. Dave, tell everybody what you did <laughs> with the table of wings, you fuck. I was like, where are you going with this story? Yeah, where were oh, where, funny. Who's with you? Dave's at dinner in Arizona last week. Oh, well, I'll, yeah. When we're not doing shows, so who... Well, who, here you go. When I go to Arizona, I usually go with, you know, Jake. And so this oh, year sure. it, was, it was just me, and then a couple coaches are with me. But my wife's not there, so my wife's one of those people that shows her love through cooking. So she cooks every night. Okay. Does a great job and fine, but when I'm on my own, that is you're a mess. I'm a complete fucking you're mess. You're fucking Tasmanian yeah, devil. I am. I mean, I'm going through eating the worst stuff all the time. Chocolate pop tarts at three thirty oh, in the morning. Doesn't God matter. Dang it. All right. So by our hotel, we there's a Buffalo Wild Wings. Wild Wings. I know Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings has been around forever. It used to drive me crazy when you and I used to work at Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. And we'd drive up to LA and we go, What's there to eat around right. here? And every fucker in the building would say there's a Buffalo Wild Wings across the street. Like right. it was the greatest restaurant Like on the it planet. was Donovan's. Right. Every single guy would uh-huh. tell us Buffalo Wild Wings. And we'd go, and we'd go, fuck, <laughs> this wasn't good. <laughs> right? We'd all feel, yeah, we just feel lightheaded. Yeah. If you get some shitty microwave <laughs> AM, PM burger. So, yeah. So, uh, anyway, there's a Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm with a couple coaches. One of the coaches has his son with him. Right. And we said, let's eat there. And I'm like, okay, fuck, whatever. So, they order 36 wings for 36. the table. 36 wings. And how many for, guys are there? Four of us. Four. Three, three adults, one kid. All right. And they're sitting there talking. Two guys are, are talking. I'm talking a little bit. And then they, the kid and I just aren't talking at all. He's He doesn't want to jump in an adult conversation and... I have all I've ever had to say to these guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of gas. I don't I just don't give a shit. I'm just want to eat. Okay. So man, all of a sudden I start eating and I start dipping these goddamn wild wings in some orange sauce and ranch. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, that's pretty fucking good. I'm not usually a, a chicken bone guy, anything like that. All right. Okay. I just don't like taking meat off the bone. It's weird. I know. I'm not a vegetarian, but I, I just don't like taking meat off the bone or touching it with my hands. So, uh, no one at one time a little chicken walked around yeah, on that leg. Dude, if you point that out while I'm eating, I will literally stop eating at that moment. If okay. someone tells me, that, can you believe this thing was a alive one time last week? Those uh, those little legs were part of the chicken square dance. Yes. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And now they're in a wheelchair like <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. Yeah. So you can peach your goddamn face. Like literally. Like, literally, if you pointed that out to me while I was eating, I would not eat the rest of my meal. There's 18 little yeah. chicken Lieutenant Dan's wheeling around playing wheelchair basketball yeah. so you and your fucking friends can have dinner. Go ahead. So we're sitting there talking, I'm eating, and dude, I'm not kidding you, in a span of God, less than 17 minutes, dude. I, 17 dude, minutes. I had, Jeff, I'm not kidding you, out of the 36, I ate 27 of them. <laughs> All right. And these fucking guys look down after they're done talking and, and they why read it. Why are they talking so much? Because everybody has an excuse why their team didn't win that day. So they got to explain it to each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. your team did this. My team did this. 
And I was just like, fuck, I've heard these stories for years. I don't give a shit. Are you even looking up? No. Eye contact? Are you kidding me? The food's delicious. No, I'm not. I'm trying to decide, am I going ranch or going that orange buffalo sauce on the next dip? Joey That's, Chestnut's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, keep the iced teas coming. <laughs> keep and, them and, and coming. And the napkins. And then uh, next thing you know, they, these guys look down and they realize there's no fucking food because I ate them all. And then, <laughs> You legit think you knocked out 27. Oh, I know I did. I looked down. And those guys' plates were empty and shit. And the worst part was to show how, how much I ate. And they were like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Is... Their sauces were completely full. Like, they yeah. haven't been touched. And then, like, no one ate on our side of the table except you and my kid over here. <laughs> How made he get? Dude, whatever's left from, what, Three? 36, yeah, nine. Nine? So, nine. nine. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. right. Not yeah. like when I was stoned <laughs> at right. one show and, right. and I could do 20 years 20 years of the show? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I fucking love that shit. So, it was like, we had to do a whole nother order. It was ridiculous. So, we go back, we eat the whole deal, night's over, the whole deal. Next day, I'm like, hey, Ray, fucking Buffalo. Let's <laughs> go. Dude, I went like three times in a day and a half. And I've never, ever gone and said, man, I had a good time. That was great. But I was all of a sudden, man, I'm in these goddamn chicken wings. Well, the uh, <laughs> my kids are wing guys. Are they really? Yeah, they love them. I, so, just curious. I, I'm, now I'm curious about the sauce because I fucked up my second order. I got the rub and shit all over it. Okay. So the key for me is... Order it naked and then ask for the sauce on the side. Probably. I'm not a wings guy. Okay. So as I'm curious to know, how do your kids order them? They love them. With, they just go barbecue and ranch. Okay. Same thing. And the but, chick fucked up and brought me blue cheese on one. I fucking hate blue cheese. What's going on? <laughs> Get the order right. Um, I'll tell you. Yeah. Santee and Mission Valley in Junior's Old Place. Yeah. They're great. And the other thing. Is that Junior's I, Old Place a Buffalo Wild Yeah. Place? I thought it was a church. Half of it. No. Wild Wings has moved in there. It was a church. For a while. Why I dig that place is they always have the UFC pay-per-views on. Yeah. So, goddamn, I'm at uh, Saturday night. We're going to the Elsinore game for LeBron jersey night. Yeah. But it's a great card. And so I would either take my sons to Santee or Mission Valley. Okay. This one in Eastlake is the fucking worst restaurant. These guys should be embarrassed. It's the biggest what, shit. What's going on? The worst fucking the managed service? restaurant. Oh, oh really? yeah. Complete shit. Yeah. But I've never been in there, so I don't know. I just know Kyle Kuzma was there a year ago. Yeah, I remember. I, I, I sent you down and you missed it. Yeah, you're like, you'll be there at 8 when he was there 5 to 6.30. No, I remember because my kids <laughs> remind me. Hey, remember when Dave told us we could see Kyle Kuzma? <clears throat> I'm like, yeah, if we watch, we could probably see his plane fly overhead <laughs> on the way to Memphis. Um, Sean Walchiff. And Trotter and I were down there for a UFC fight. Yeah. It's really weird, but I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're a franchise or what. But Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, I don't okay, know. I don't know how it's broken up. They're know. on the stock market. Actually, but, it's a great stock to invest in. Well, if you're a fight fan, UFC fan, yeah. Santee or Mission Valley, um, they're great, man. They're, they're all over. They get you seated, right? Bring your kids. You can roll out. My kids like watching the fights. Yeah. Holy shit. I, I wouldn't send anybody to this Eastlake one. Wow. A fucking joke. That place. <laughs> but I, God damn, I love that story. Tomorrow, Dave, uh, as we tape this, is the 4th of July. I am leaving to L.A. very early in the morning. I'm taking my kids up to L.A. tomorrow. We're going to stay over for the night. I'm going on the 5th. Yeah, but I got to ask you as an L.A. guy. I've done a lot of things in L.A. over the years. I've never been up there for the 4th of July. Yeah. So I have 
two potential ideas for how I'm going to spend the night and tell me which one of these makes more sense. Okay. Remember who my co-pilots are. I was thinking I may try and fight the traffic and get down to Santa Monica yeah. And roll them down to the beach by the pier. Yeah, that's a, that was one of my places on the list as soon as you started talking. Yeah. This is always a pretty good place. Yes. And a lot of times I run into Jennifer Aniston and of it's great. Yeah. Um, you but can't, I, You can't hang out with her with the kids, though. No, and I already prepaid for a hotel up there. Yeah. And she gets a little fucking shaky when I try to get her to reimburse me. for. What that. about Carmen Electra? Ah, yeah, she'll pay. But the other thing, and this sounds incredibly stupid... To anybody who doesn't know L.A. My other plan that I was thinking, you've been to the Grove. Yeah. You know when you go all the way to the top of the Grove's parking garage? When you're all the way up there, you're like eight stories up, and you have a complete 360 view of all of Los Angeles. Yeah. Now, I don't know, because they're not going to be shooting off fireworks in downtown L.A. Well, they kind of will. Dodger Stadium will. Shit, yeah. So what's my better play? Just take him to the beach in Santa Monica? The beach in Santa Monica was one on my list. I, you know, you should, you could easily look it up. Best places in L.A. Because I imagine yeah. you can see more than one show depending where you go. Right. Don't you think Griffith Park has something? Yeah. You know, you go, what's going on? You know what's funny? When you mention 4th of July, like what's your first memory of 4th of July as a kid? Uh, 4th of July was great because I lived in a complex where we had a bunch of kids that would either drive to the Dakotas. And How it far was, is that? Fuck, I don't know. For me, it was, for them, it was probably a three-hour drive, but it felt like it was 19 hours. Okay. And the thing that I always remember is there was a group of kids in this neighborhood, all different ages, and the guys that drove were like 17, right? Yeah. And they'd put a cooler of beer in the back. What? bunch of fucking beef jerky a couple of packs of smokes and now here we come with our five dollars right yeah i want snakes i want roman candles i want flares <laughs> and my buddy joe benedict would always have a laundry list of about 19 fucking things for his three dollars and they'd never get to steve roach or me because they'd be like, just shut the fuck up we'll bring you back what you get okay 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 like every kid. But they'd bring it back, and we just light that shit off right into the trees. Of course you did. We didn't care. Light that shit right off into the trees every day. Yeah. Into the gopher hole. That was our favorite thing to do. Anywhere there were, like, bunnies, like really cute bunnies. Oh, shit. We would just light that Roman candle and just start firing them in there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, we did not. Jesus we Christ. didn't do anything. We didn't. No animals were killed in this story. But, uh... We would just go there. But growing up here yeah, in Cardiff, they used to do it at the La Costa Resort. Those fuckers spent a ton of money. Yeah. So you could go there. But now everybody's all bullshit because we're all worried about the salmon. And we can't do shit anymore. Bunch of pussies. Dude, I'm completely lost on this story. Oh, there's all what are you ca- talking about? Oh, salmon? we got to protect the marshland. Or we got to protect fucking jackrabbits. So nobody does fireworks anymore. Where can you go? Right here by my house is a great place. Well, that's Mexico. They don't oh, give you a son shit. of a bitch. That's I a, just said it. That's the Olympic Training Center, dipshit. It's great. <laughs> You're a dipshit. Who's down there? Dude, Dave and Dan? It's packed. Yeah, no joke. It's packed over there. But it's the Janet Evans. Job. Exactly at nine o'clock. And then you hear all the dogs barking like crazy. Right. Dogs freak out. But 
It's uh, this in San Diego. This is the best place for us. Hell, literally, I can watch from a bedroom behind the glass where the mosquitoes aren't getting me. But in in L.A., when I think of the Fourth of July, my, my earliest memory, we yeah. went to Rancho Park. You know where Rancho Park is in L.A. near Roxbury Park. All right. Yeah. Okay. It's near right across the street from Fox Studios. Yeah. 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 Where Colin Coward always says he does sure. the show from. The Rams have that office. Remember on Pico? Right, little brick road or yeah. little brick like, building, like yeah. crazy. Yeah, it was Looked like weird. an old schoolhouse. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I know that place. So Rancho Park's directly across the street. There's a golf course. The whole is year. that where Carol Rosenblum was murdered, and then they yeah. just threw him in the waves? <laughs> they just threw him in the water, even though he that was a, a world class yeah, swimmer. Allegedly, he was a world class swimmer, but he drowned. Yeah, nobody asked questions. Where'd Joe Pendleton <laughs> die? All right, sorry, I think, but that was, you, I think that was Sepulveda. Fuck. Yeah, I think that was a poem to that damn tunnel. God. Okay, um, sorry. So you're saying the park. So, no, no. So, yeah, so we're at the park, and I remember, I think I was, man, six years old. Yeah. And I had the Steve Austin $6 million man doll. He'd roll with? Yeah, and so, he, of course, he rolled with. You fucking yeah. kidding me? You think I'd go to 4th of July when nope. it's all like gunfire without Steve Austin? No way. And when you had the, the arm, remember you could roll yep. the skin up and see all the bionics? And who thought the... behind that? Like, who thought a seven-year-old kid's going to want to see inside this fuckhead's Fuck, arm? I did. I wanted to look through the back of his head to see what I could see through his eye. Right. Remember, remember that, that shit? shit? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's corny. Oh, yeah. Coolest thing ever. And my sister had it. What'd she do? Melt she, it? She left it. She left it in the park. Are she you fu- kidding fu- me? No. <laughs> she fucking left it. Colonel Steve Austin fucking still hasn't come home. He's living in the trees. Yeah. Probably. God. And so that's my earliest memory. Has there ever been a sister where somebody's not like, that sister sucks? <laughs> Has anybody ever said the following words? You know what? My sister's awesome. I'm going to guess, <laughs> no. She your older sister? Of course. Fuck. Has there ever been no. anybody who's ever said the following words? <laughs> God, I have the coolest older sister. <laughs> Fuck No. <laughs> The only ones who say that are girls say that about other girls. Guys never say that about their sisters. Yeah, so I remember on the way home, I go, where the fuck's my Steve Austin? Yeah, what'd she have to say? I don't know. And my mom, like, stopped the car. Where the hell's Colonel Steve Austin? Right. And they know. Did, uh, yeah, they knew. And my sister was like, I had it. I don't remember picking it up. And man, I Why is she even fucking with him? Because she knows it gets in my fucking head. She did it on purpose. Probably the put it behind the tree. Joke. Probably put it behind Let's the tree. Let's get her in here. <laughs> Like Phil Collins in the air tonight. We'll just play in the air tonight. We'll fucking tell her. We knew what you did. I saw it with my own two eyes. Or my own two eyes. God, I'm so upset. So upset. So anyway. We're playing it. The punishment was my mom's like, hey, your sister has to give you $10. $10? I wanted the goddamn doll. bring it back. No, it didn't bring it back. I wanted the doll. Right. And it got 10 bucks. So my sister says, I'll, I'll, I'll what buy. What am I supposed to do with that? Get punch? So she, but here, you know what she did? What'd she do? <laughs> she goes, I'll buy you something better. I'm like, better than Steve Austin. You better watch your mouth or we're going to wash it out with soap, lady. She comes back with goddamn a Batman and a fucking Robin. Well, of course you're not going to ever play with Robin. Fuck no, and his little Speedo. <laughs> that shit. That dick. <laughs> so that was, that's where I was stuck. That was my yeah. earliest memory of the 4th of July. God dang it. She fucked me over. God, you know, this is shit. Here you go. Here's my, my second doll story, as, yeah. I, as, as I tell you. Hang on. One quick thing yes. on that. You clearly remember it. Oh, yeah. Do you think if we said to her tonight, this what? is what sickens me to the core. If we said tonight, hey, Colonel Steve Austin, <laughs> do you think 
her eyes would well up and she'd be like, oh, my God, this is so hard for me to say. Fourth of July, across from the Rams where they murdered Carol Rosenblum. You know, it was a bad day. And I I took my eye off the ball and Colonel Austin got left back there. and, And no matter what I say, no matter what I do, no matter who I am as a person, it's never going to bring him back. Or does she go, huh? Because <laughs> if she says no, hot. She's a, I would, literally, I would say, let's call her right now. But yeah. she's, she's in England right now, so I'm not calling her now. Here's the deal. I'm going to ask her next time I talk to her. Yeah, I hope she and you know what? Honestly, fish believe, bone. I, I honestly believe if I was six, she was 10. Yeah. I honestly believe that she did it because I was the, the young one. Maybe right. getting a little too much attention. I hate to say it. She may be the devil in disguise. Yeah. She may be the Diablo yeah. in the family. Dude, one time she took my goddamn pillowcase out and stuffed it full of blocks, the kind you play with, you know? Yeah. Threw my head back, knocked me out cold. Like, uh, <laughs> that's Full Metal Jacket. That was two weeks ago. No, that was, dude, I was like six years old then, No, too. I know, but yeah. that's like Pyle. Yeah. When Pyle kept laughing and they yeah. put the soap in yeah. there. Beat the shit out of him, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, dude, she you're has, right. Nobody says I got a great older sister. That's a deep-rooted evil that spirit is, that's that a she's spirit. got. So it, it, remember, the, remember the Kiss dolls when they came out? Absolutely. So, of course, I got all four of them. I got my Gene Simmons. I got yeah. my Ace. I got, I got them all. She fucking takes them, cuts the hair on the sides. Cuts and, the hair? And fucking like braids all the hair all crazy and shit. They look like a giant They're not culture club. They, they look like culture club. She got a hold of them. Completely yeah. fucked up Kiss. The band went to shit, took their makeup right. off after that. Right. Poor Eric Carr passed away. <laughs> got a new drummer. <laughs> Fucked everything. Eric Carr had been healthy as shit. Yeah, yeah. Till your sister got her little rubber-handled scissors out. <laughs> May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Ace Fraley's never been the same. Dude, Ace hasn't been. Ace never got the credit he deserved. I want to know this right yeah, now go ahead. as a KISS fan. Yeah. I've told this story. Big time KISS fan. And I have it. Yeah. I have... I need my friend Joel Rods to come through for me. Yeah. I have Kiss Alive 2. Okay. A double album. Yeah, I remember it. I have it, and mine is signed by Gene Simmons, Ace Fraley, and Peter Christ. They appeared at Great American Music in Bloomington, Minnesota. I was a kid. Yeah. The only guy I didn't get was Paul Stanley. He's got to be hanging around somewhere. Oh, Probably he is. a guitar center. He is. Fucking guitar center. tuning guitars or something. Yeah. Uh, what do you think just right now with the three of those guys, Dave? What do you think that's worth? You think that's worth any dough? I oh, just yeah. think it's kind of fun. No, I think it's worth something, especially, man. The Kiss Army, those whack jobs. Yeah. I don't know how often they sign, though, so I don't know. Maybe everyone has it. Like, everybody and in San Diego had a Tony Gwynn ball. Inside, there's a yellow piece of index paper that's got about 10,000 of those rub-off Kiss tattoos on it, too, which is yeah. really funny. Like, that was it. They were, were they the band? They were the band that we wanted to see. Yeah. When we were a kid. And your mom wouldn't let you go because you were like eight. Yeah, she wouldn't let me go. No, I couldn't go either. You couldn't go either? Fuck I remember no. We were in Cincinnati. We drove by whatever the sports arena was, Civic yeah. Center Arena. Yeah. Riverfront Coliseum? Something like that. And we're driving by, and I remember, oh my God, it says, Kiss performing tonight. And I was, yeah. begged her to pull over. She would not pull over. God damn it. <laughs> I swear to God, all these stories are coming back. We're going to write down your sister's birthday. Yeah. And we're going to write down Mother's Day. And guess what? They're both fucking getting. Your <laughs> sister's getting a cutout picture of a torn in half Steve Austin. And your mom's getting a picture of Kiss with that big red circle on the line through it. Yeah. Yeah. There you happened. go. Happy Mother's Day. Completely gone. 
<laughs> got fucked over. Yeah. I've been a twisted ball of emotion for 35 <laughs> years since you did this shit to me. Well, guess what? Payback sucks. <laughs> Fuck. That is unbelievable. That's oh unbelievable. My God. That, that what do you think? Uh, I, I'm going to ask you about two guys that are buddies of ours. Yes. Uh, we already said Kiss were the Kiss was the band. Yeah. Mike Costa, when he was a kid, when Mike was, let's say, eight. Yeah. And his artist came to town and his parents probably took him because he was probably a little spoiled. But what Mike, who do you think Mike's artist was when he was age eight? Who do you think he wanted to see? Air Supply. I was going to say Engelbert. Leo (laughs) Serra. Don McLean. (laughs) Don McLean. Mike could be the one whose favorite guy was Chris. It was Peter Chris, and he would cry every time he sang Beth. Right. Yeah. Get choked up. Yeah. Mike would try to do that kiss makeup, and it would just look like, I don't know, look like he did it in the middle of fucking hurricane. Uh, it all smear. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put uh, Don McLean on the board for I Costa. Say Don McLean. All right. You know the other Don, You know Don McLean uh, cries every time the day the music died comes on. Yeah, because it's the only fucking yeah. song he ever had. He yeah. thought when he was... 1973 when he wrote it yeah he's like i'm gonna bang every chick in the world <laughs> right i'm gonna bang who's uh susan anton susan anton and lenny kravitz's mom who's the hot neighbor on uh the jeffersons yeah. oh my god he's like i'm playing both sides of the aisle <laughs> and he didn't get shit <laughs> He got flow from Alice. Oh, my gosh. And he hated yeah. it. But he did it to try to keep his guy card. <laughs> uh, Steve Woods, eight years old. Steve Woods, who's he trying to see? Oh, that's a good one. Sticks. <laughs> Steely Dan. Yeah, Steely Dan. Those bands where you're like, fuck, I'd rather be yeah. hit in the face with a trash can lid. And have to listen to one Steely Dan song. Are you up at five in the morning at all? Listening to the beginning of a show? No. Nope. Without without Ben, he. Uh, I tell you what, I like. And no offense against Ben, I like Woods by himself. He just has it rolling, dude. He just, to me, he's he's ready to go. He kind of throws it to the guys on the side when he needs it, but he's yeah. always good. I like I like him by he's himself. Great. No, I. It's not sticks for him. I have to think about. Was he in Texas? Yeah. So music guy. Yeah, he was a music guy in Texas. I think it's going to be a little edgier than George. I want to really get this. I want to try to get this. Not just fuck around, because that going Costa, who gives a shit? But <laughs> but for Woods, let's try to fucking nail this. So tomorrow, when he hears it, he's like, you fuckers, you hit this thing. Think about that. An eight-year-old kid in Texas, he was a little bit of a shithead. Yeah. Right? Did he is the one guy, honestly, I don't think Woods was meant to be in Texas. I don't think he's tough enough for Texas. Right. Like, he doesn't belong in the state. When you think of Texas and tough guys. And right. You think of, like, Walt Garrison? Yeah. He's not that guy. Bob Lilly? Yeah, Woods doesn't belong in Gillies. No, not at all. Belongs at Seven Mile Casino. Chula Vista. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, Dave, I'm, I'm going to feel good about this when I tell you that I think his band was ACDC. You think he was that cool? You think Woods was that cool back then? Yeah, I think he'd tell us if he was a fucking okay. dork. I just text him right now. We'll see if he's sleeping or if he responds. Yeah, he's not working tomorrow. Who'd you tell him? Who I, was I your said, number? What was, yeah, what was your favorite band at age eight? That's what I just asked. Okay, him. I'm going to go ACDC. 
God dang. You know what, man? I, I tell you what. It would not surprise me if he said ACDC or Van Halen. Oh, Van Halen. And I'll give him a third one, too. I'll go Oingo Boingo. You Although think he's when, an Oingo Boingo guy? I don't think Angel, They might have been his, done by the time yeah. he's eight. He's a little younger than us. He was born in 75. 75. So yeah, when they're, he's they're eight. Oingo Boingo is oh, big yeah. in 86. Yeah, 75. Well, yeah, we got to go 1983. So, yeah, right around. Yeah, I like your Van Halen call. All right, That's I'll right. give him a little credit. Yeah, I'm saying he, uh, uh, he's not a dork. Music-wise, he's not dumb. What if he comes back like... Uh, if he says he's a huge Steve Poltz fan, I'll end our friendship. Dexy's Midnight Runners. Saga. Come on, Eileen. Remember Saga? <laughs> no one can stop me now. Tonight, um... Yeah, remember those shitheads on MTV? They'd play that same video. <laughs> uh, who sang uh, uh, Twilight Zone? Golden Earring. That's oh, probably that's his good. band. That's probably his band. Oh, my right God. There. Hey, All take right. that remote and put on 327. I think I found something on DirecTV today by accident. Let's see if, if I have the right guiding channel. If it's not, I'm asking you to go up one. All right. But it's go up one. Yeah, oh, fuck. Well, God dang. Anyway, it's an, it's a classic MTV channel, and all it is is 80s music videos from MTV. No way. Yeah, and I was like, look at this shit. It's uh, well, go go uh, go yeah, go down more higher, like 330 something. I don't know. Anyway, all right. And so, not to bore you, but I was just saying, just as you said it, it'd be there fun. it is. Yeah, it'd be funny. 336 on Directv. I was uh, last night. I was in North Park. Yeah, there's Whitney in- Houston. <laughs> So I was telling a friend of mine last night about North Park. North Park, to me, has become like the perfect blend of San Diego because, shit, man, I feel like I've been going to that part of San Diego for 30 years. And anybody who knows it, anybody who's lived here long enough, you remember what North Park used to be? In a big thrifty drugstore, that was it. Guys would just take a piss in the parking lot. That was all they would do. But, man, you walk up and down University right now from about 33rd to about 30th on either side of the road. It's pretty fucking cool with all the restaurants, all the little bars in there. And all of a sudden, Dave, I'm walking, and right in front of City Tacos, people are just out eating dinner, and a dude has brought out, like, a huge, I don't know, 40, 50-inch TV in the middle of the sidewalk, and he's playing old school 80s MTV videos. People are just hanging there watching it. Like, I don't know if it was this channel or if he just yeah. had him on a reel. How'd we do? Okay, so here's what's funny. His, his two bands at age 80 just wrote me back. Yeah. Kiss. Really? Yeah, Kiss and The Cars. Fuck, he should have just stopped after a <laughs> But he wrote probably a tie right there. Probably a tie? Yeah. Rick Ocasek? You're going to try yeah. to put Rick Ocasek in the same? Dude, Rick Ocasek's the, the ultimate married out of his league guy. Yeah. He goes, fuck, I love Van Halen. <laughs> he just realizes Van Halen's in the group. All right, let's try to get him back on track. Okay. But uh, when you go right now, if I said to you, if somebody came to town, I have a friend coming to town from Toronto, going to come in for, yeah. for a few days, and I, she's never been here. She's been everywhere from San Francisco, Monterey, ton of time in L.A., but she's never been in San Diego. If I sit here right now, Dave, and you kind of know a little bit about her. Yeah. I said she's coming for, let's say, three days, 72 hours. 72 hours in San Diego. 
Where are you going neighborhood-wise and outside of Imperial Beach? What else are you avoiding? <laughs> well, you got a Coronado. You're taking her. Coronado's a great call. Okay, you're taking a Coronado. You're walking around Coronado. You're doing the whole thing in Coronado. Right. You're taking her to the gas lamp. You think? I think so. I, I, I don't know. I haven't been to Toronto, so, so I don't know what... Toronto is a great city, but I hear it's a big city, so maybe she wouldn't be impressed by the gas lamp. Uh... Gas lamp to me is getting a little tourist. It is, but guess although, what? She's a tourist. Although uh, I could go to Patrick's, yeah. right? I wouldn't take her Star Bar. I know we all talk about Star Bar, but Star Bar is like for locals. You have somebody coming in. Yeah. You're like, go to Patrick's right next to where Hard yeah. Rock we, we were talking about the other day. And some of those places. All right. So right now we go Gas Lamp, Coronado. Where else? You going anywhere in North County? Going to yeah, I tell you, my, 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 I don't. Yeah, I guess you could. My favorite place in uh, my my favorite. He's, just, he's fucking calling in right now. No, he's not. Yeah, there's no. Okay. We don't. I, well, there is a way, but we're not going to put him on right now. No, right. we okay. don't need him. Okay, hold on. Got to got to tell him we. I don't have it set up. Yeah, fuck calling in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What are we going to do? Steve Reed's raps. <laughs> tell him go sleep. A fucking. I'm going to tell you this though. As much of a fucking dumb shit as that kid is, he's yeah. got the coolest kid on all social media. Like you know what? Are, he's that kid that you don't get I sick of Bo when Woods. he posts pictures. Like I'm you're fucking, excited to see his pictures. Dude, he was great. Him. There was a video today where they're at a fountain and he fucking Bo Woods comes over and tells him, I love you, Dad. Yeah. If, uh, did you see that one? No, that's awesome. Dude, it's great. The two, my, uh, my two favorite follows on social media are Bo Woods and... <laughs> Jagger and Christie's dog, Bodie, who's the coolest fucking dog in the planet. What yeah. happened? He said, I'm calling in. I said, I don't have, I can't put you on. I don't have it set up right now. Just put me on speaker, dummy. All right, put him on. <laughs> I will when he calls in. All, All right, right, as soon as he calls in. Yeah, just call him. There he is. Okay, let's see what he's got. Hey. Hey, what's up? Hey, we were, so we were doing, I was talking about, uh, congrats on the new gig, by the way. Thank you very much. Um, we were talking about bands. <laughs> that we love. Well, first of all, we got to tell you, we we're complimenting your kid before. Well, uh, I just said right Bo now. Woods. Is, Bo Woods, Steve, you'll get this. Social media kind of wears everybody out. Of course. But I said the two things that make me happy anytime they show up on social media are Bo Woods, number one, because that video today of you guys by the fountain was fucking amazing. Isn't that incredible? I loved it, dude. And the other thing is, and you know these guys, I fucking love Bodie Jagger, Christian. Uh, oh yeah, right. They're, they're pop, absolute, absolutely. All right. Uh, I I always fear that I'm posting. Uh, You're not. Too, I'm posting too many pictures of both. No, we just said. No. I just said your kid's the one kid that you don't get sick of when you. Post he's stuff. great, especially when he's goofing around. Like the videos are so funny because he's a nut. Oh, he's a dude, and he has got so much personality right now, man. It's crazy, like. Yeah. To see to see the personality come out and the words and everything else. It's uh, you know, you know what's funny about it, Steve, is so many people have said to me that they watch my sons grow up on social media and you go, oh, that's cool, whatever. But now that we're watching Bo grow up, I have a much better appreciation for it. Like uh, it's, it's very it's cool. I was telling somebody the other day, um, they were asking me about my trip, you know, to uh, Paris and, and yeah. London, and I said. I, I said it was amazing. I said, I must have gone back and watched my Instagram stories that I saved. I must have watched them a hundred times since I've been back. And I said, you know, I've been on some pretty cool trips, 
I have no evidence of those trips, and I have those now. Right. And I said, that's, you know, that's the good thing about social media and, and recording things and, and keep, you know, keeping lots of pictures. I have so many videos that I haven't shared of, of you know, moments between Bo and I, and, and I, I literally I look at them all the time. I, I will lie in bed and watch them and look at the pictures, man. It's just a great. Yeah. He, yeah, you're not posting too much because there are people that, Need a break from their day. But here's why we needed you on. So Dave and I were telling stories about bands that we loved when we were eight. And oh, it's yeah. very funny, completely different parts of the country, but yep. we both settled on the band Kiss. And, oh, yeah. and I was saying to Dave, I have Kiss Alive too, Steve. I think I told you this. And it's signed by Gene Simmons, Ace Fraley, and Peter Chris. The only guy I didn't get was Paul Stanley. But... Yep. So we started with Costa. I said to Dave, I said, we have to try to figure out two of our buddies, who their favorite bands were. A couple of suggestions that we had, and we'll ask you too. When you think about Mike Costa, favorite bands at age eight, I said Engelbert Humperdinck originally. Dave said Leo Sayer. And then we settled on Don McLean. I'd say Bread! Bread! (laughs) (laughs) So... That's a pretty good call. It's a pretty good call. Or or anybody from Broadway, like the original oh, yeah. Robert Guillaume, <laughs> Phantom Robert of the Guillaume, Opera. He probably loved the uh, the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know that my mom used to wear out. If I can't have you, Steve. Who's Steve? I'll give you one more. Who's the dude that was in American Werewolf in London that was in the Dr. Pepper commercial? Remember that dude? That, But you guys know who I'm talking about. I know about. who you're talking about. Yeah. The guy who sang. I remember, though. But you remember that dude. He yeah, was probably a big fan of that guy. All right. I, uh, I, I was, uh, yeah, go ahead. So this is what our guesses were for you. Now, we were going to bust your balls, but I said, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to try to nail this right. So the first one that I came up with, because we're figuring you were eight in 1983? Yep, 1983. All right, so we're going MTV's a big deal at that point. Oh, yeah. I did put a vote in for Saga, Turn Me Loose, but then I said, no, <clears throat> I'm going to change that. And I <laughs> Remember those guys? Uh, uh, by the way, I'm, and I'm not joking, this is a true story. I'll send you a screenshot if you don't believe me. Saga on the Loose is on my Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that, song, hey, that song slays. All right. Slays. I get points for that. Yeah. All right. I'm taking points for that. But then I said, uh, I gave you credit. I gave you ACDC. Yep. And Dave Everything went. There? Yeah. And Dave went Van Halen, which I thought was a really good call, too. Yeah. So it was wild. I Yep. mom, her brother, and her sister were both in high school at the time. And we grew up uh, with my grandparents for a while. So my mom married my dad in 85. So around 83, my uncle was in high school. Dude bought an RX-7 right when oh. he came out for the very first RX-7. And used to take me around in his RX-7, cruising the streets, listening to music, going down to the the Sonic, you know, and just kind of cruising the strip. And all we listened to 
was Billy Squire. Yeah. Cars, the Cars and Kiss. And I will, and, and ACDC too. That's actually, you nailed that one as well. Given the dog a bone was amazing. Like all that stuff I grew up on. But for me, it just began, it began and ended with Kiss. Dude, that's. I, I remember, I can vividly remember um, being a little kid, like between the ages of eight and 10. Yeah. And thinking to myself, when I turn 18 and I get old enough, I'm getting a rose tattoo on my arm, like it's not even like it's not like a question of of, yeah. of if it's like the day I turn 18, I'm going to a parlor and I'm getting a rose tattoo. I wanted to be just like Paul and just like Ace. God dang! Those uh, were my guys to shock me. Like, right, Kiss Alive too is a dude. And like, look, I know they get a lot of grief for being a shtick band, dude. There's some good. Good, good tunes in there that absolutely rock, and, and you know, with the the stage presence and the makeup, I was I was Ace Freely every Halloween for when I was a little kid. Dude, I was Gene Simmons. Yeah, all right, that's my stuff. Next time you're in the garage, I'm gonna pull out that Kiss Alive two album because I was telling Dave before we plugged you in, I also have like two pages of yellow index paper in there that are covered with the Kiss tattoos that you would scratch the back with like a quarter. Yeah. And then the tattoo would go. It's comedy with my horseshit penmanship. All right. Here's our last one for you. Go back to that same age. For, you're in Dallas at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Eight years old. Dave had a Steve Austin action figure. Mine was I had the Evil Knievel stunt cycle. So Evil in the sweet white jumpsuit would travel yeah. with us everywhere we went. If we knew young eight-year-old Steve Woods... Who traveled with you everywhere you went? You guys are going to laugh, and you probably won't believe me. Um, Ken? No, God, no. I was, I, dude, I was I, I was never a toy guy. Does that mean I, I, I had a big wheel that I loved? Yeah. Little, but you know what my thing was when I was a little kid? Weed. Was, oh, <laughs> yes, weed. Yeah, like, you know when you when you know when you open the uh, the glove compartment, the little light comes on. Yeah. So anytime she would be driving, I would be sitting there hunched over with the, you know, because we didn't wear seatbelts back then. Of course. We didn't have car, we didn't have car seats either. Um, I would have the glove box open and a book laid out on the like the little ledge there, and the light was everywhere. Everywhere we went, my mom used to come in at night. I had a flashlight. I'd be reading. I read. I read like a lunatic. When I was a little kid, and it's all I cared about was books. I carried books with me to restaurants, to church. We would shoot, force me to go to church, and I'd have a you know Encyclopedia Brown book. Right. I was just gonna ask, were you a great brain guy? Oh yeah, dude. And like all the Judy Bloom books, all those. Like I, I read, I read anything I could get my hands on. And all so great. And I, and that's that's what I honestly like. I carried those. I just. I didn't, I, dude. I didn't. Ha- I didn't really have anybody to play with. Does that make sense? Like, well, no shit. Maybe you had a million people. You never took your head out of that fucking book. <laughs> That's exactly right. And I, like, I lived with my grandparents, but I, I didn't. I went to a school in downtown Dallas. Yeah. And like, 
So I didn't really have like kids in the neighborhood that I played with until I was older. And so I think, you know, I just sat there and read like my parents thought I was going to be a saint, like because I was such a good (laughs) kid, you know, and, and nine years later, I'm like bent over a mirror with a credit card and a straw. You know, and, and <laughs> you shouldn't have read Permanent Midnight. Yeah, I told yeah, you that was the wrong yeah, book for like, you. Just like Permanent Midnight, and I'm sitting, you know, you know, eight nine years later, I'm like, ah, oh, let's go get another eight ball, and you know, just, <laughs> another one. It, it's like this kid would not put a book down. I, they, my dad, you know, when he met me when I was ten, he was like, yeah, my God, you were like quiet and sweet and just, you know, you just read all the time. And, and then you became yeah, Corey Haim. Yeah. Right. like trying to be cool and then that just took over all of it uh-huh. like these stories are the by the way yeah. you guys are going to laugh if you if you if anyone is following along on my social media tonight my wife has been wearing me out to get her a hot fudge sundae so guess what i'm doing hey how you doing can i get a hot fudge sundae please thank you very much where are you where'd you go nope, that'll do it mcdonald's i know it house. all right thank you yeah you, you gonna get the nuts <laughs> all, right, all right hey what's your uh favorite judy bloom book now that you admitted your Don't judy bloom fan oh yeah it was probably super fudge what it wasn't blubber it was not blubber <laughs> or, or it was uh it was super fudge or it, and it was uh freckle juice it was always a classic there all right go. steve i got this question for you and then i because i think we hey, all Byron, i love this get to know Dude, I, I was just saying to Jeff, I just asked him, are you up at five in the morning and listen to Steve? I said, nothing against Ben, but I love the opening segment without Ben. <laughs> I, not, honestly, I think, I think, dude, even today's beginning, it, it was such a dumb idea, but I listened to the entire first 20 minutes of the show. Dude, that was like my, it wasn't even an idea. It really happened. What is it? Go ahead. Tell him real quick. All right, man. So, and you, this is great because you guys have been through this shit. You probably go through it now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, dude, I fucking, this has been killing me all day. Yeah, okay, go ahead. The guys who want you to bring you a steak sandwich and all this shit? No, no, no. Well, he wanted the period for the Tatis Jr. jersey. Well, yeah, so so this guy, this guy goes online and he orders from the MLB uh, site. He orders a Fernando Tatis Jr. uh, jersey. Okay. They send him the jersey, Jeff, and there's no period at the end of Jr. Okay. So this guy decides to write his friendly neighborhood sports guy on 97. Oh, shit. Okay. He says, hey, uh, if you're going down to the ballpark tonight, I I heard you say you were, do you mind stopping by the team store and picking me up just the period? I just need the period. Dude. Okay. I I loved all the payoff, and I didn't know the setup. Is this guy out of his fucking mind, Steve? He told me he'd give him 20 bucks for uh, 20 bucks. for the pain and suffering of doing it. Yeah, he said he'd give me $20. I said, I'll give you $40 if I don't have to. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, and so I'm sitting there going, I'm, I'm like, literally, this is what it's come to in radio. Like, you, you want to be a good, you know, good customer service and keep your listeners happy. I'm like, I'm now tracking down punctuation for listeners. Dude, you know what I love about that? 
You know, I'm I'm not I'm not killing you on this. This is what I love. That dude has such a connection with you. Yeah. That he honestly is like, dude, Steve will do this for me. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, that is a great he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> but from a radio standpoint, you go, he's not gonna ask Ted to do that. He's not gonna ask I, I sat there and I said it on the air. I said, you know, like I like Darren Smith eight right. years ago. Like I was listening to Darren every day. I can't imagine going, Hey Darren, the next time you're down in Tijuana watching a Cholos game Yeah, give me a shawl. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. <laughs> me, will you bring me a scarf? And it's like even that's not that big a deal, but like yeah. A period. Bring me like, bring me half of a scarf. I don't know. Like, what's the what's the comp there? And I'm like, uh, holy shit! I'm I'm chasing down punctuation now, dude. To, I uh, love that. Listeners. All right, uh, th- that is fantastic because I, you get what Dave gets, where guys just start lighting you up when you give them the opportunity, but they were oh, yeah. funny as shit. So I didn't know what the setup was. All right, here's the other thing, and I'll tell you why. And in 1983, uh. My ninth grade year of high school, I think. Yeah, eighth or ninth grade, somewhere around there. Uh, we started to figure out which neighbor's dads got the Playboy. <laughs> got Playboy magazine. And I feel like that was around the time where like, you would see them. But then there was a chick. Steve, you'll get this one. Remember Lonnie Chin from Playboy? Everybody's... All right, you Google her, and the, the game changed. All I'm asking is, that's when the game changed. Dave's Googling her right now. I am. Uh, who, Steve, what issue of Playboy do you remember first and impacted you for the rest of your life? Oh, man, that's such a good question. We, uh, so my dad, my, this is the best. My dad's uncle yeah. uh, lived in upstate New York, and we used to go there in the summer. And this dude, my uncle Ed, no bullshit, had 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 not episode. What's the word I'm looking for? Issue. Issue. Had, the, had issue one. Like he had every every Playboy, and he had bookcases full of Playboys. He had every one. Of them. <laughs> Can you imagine doing that as a dad now? Oh, I know. Can you imagine just a bunch of porn bags hanging around. <laughs> <the playboy. laughs> so we would go, like my. It's pretty fucking boring in Watertown, New York. Yeah. For a, 13, 14 year old. But when they were like, hey, we're going to Uncle Ed and Aunt Ruth, my brother and I were like, fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. Because, you know, we're like, I, dude, I'm going to literally spend my summer looking at Playboys. And what I used to do is I'd go up there and I'd, find, <laughs> I'd grab like one of the old ones that I knew he wasn't going to look at and I'd just rip pages out. Oh, so great. My backpack. <laughs> fuck it. Take that home for the spank bank, kid. I did take it home, slide it under the mattress. And, you know, call it a day. But, like, my dad, they don't, everyone would be downstairs, like, having cocktails and eating food. My brother and I would be up in the bedroom, sitting there reading, looking at Playboys. My dad would just shake his head, like, I know where these two dipshits are at. <laughs> 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 they're not, my mom would be like, oh, they're being so good. My dad's like, yeah, I know. What yeah. They're, they're literally up there looking at Playboy after Playboy. I can't remember a specific episode. This is wild, though. I will tell you, though, Jeff, I remember vividly the very first adult magazine I ever saw and found. I found it by uh, the Creek. You know, everybody had the Creek in their name. Yep. And it was called, I'll never forget it. It was called Singapore Slut. Whoa. Yeah, 
I'll never forget. It's the first one I saw where I was like more than just, oh, she's naked. It was like, it was graphic. And I remember finding Singapore slut and being like, well, it's all, uh, it's all changed. Yeah. changes right here. Like, I feel lightheaded. I'll never forget. Let's go to Singapore. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do that uh, where are they now issue of Sports Illustrated. Yeah, seriously. Singapore slut. I'll never forget. It's just, it's one of those things that's from childhood. You know, what's the first thing you ever got drunk on? Do you remember that? Oh, shit. For me, it was a Long Island, a bunch of Long Island iced teas. Oh, my God. That's so hardcore. Dude, yeah. I, I was 15 years old. My sister snuck me into a bar with a fake ID. And, oh, my uh, God. At 15? 15, dude. Yeah. And, uh, and I Where went in. this? Kentucky? This is Tennessee. Nashville. Tennessee. Close. Nashville, Tennessee. And I go, I, go into, uh, I go into the men's restroom, stand at the urinal, and a guy comes to my right and stands next to me. And I turn to look at him, but my whole body turned. And I pissed all over the guy, and he punched me right in the fucking face. Good. Well, let's go visit him too. Yeah, it was on a, the where are they now. It was drunk. a complete train wreck. Well, see that guy. You, Jeff? Uh, my mom in Minneapolis drank Special Export, which is the worst fucking beer in the history of mankind. It was in Steve. The can. I'm not lying. The can looked like uh, like uh, food stamps. Like it oh had the God. same logo. And we stole about four of those one night. She never knew because she had about 84 in the fridge. Had more of those than we had fucking nickels. And uh, me, Joe Benedict, and Steve Roach just fucking pounded special export at New Orleans Court in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And then wanted to go cruise mall chicks, but I think we passed out. (laughs) The worst beer ever. We did did, uh, vodka poppers. Oh. Shot glass, put a little bit of vodka, a little bit of Sprite in it. Yeah. Then you hold, you hold your hand over the top of it, you pop it so it fizzes, and you shoot it. And I had about, I don't know, 14 of those with Eric and Crane. <laughs> and, uh, you know, probably probably hit second base that night, and that was fantastic. And and uh, in the and it, behind my house on a trail on a blanket with vodka poppers and three other people. And it was... Uh, you know, the first of first of many, many mistakes made by your boy. Steve, you know what's funny is thinking back on that when we were talking, I had not thought about this in high school. You could get beer or uh, wine coolers, everything else. Yeah. But I remember there would be people and everything would get mixed around. But we would get like, I mean, of course, you'd have Mad Dog 2020 and all that oh, stupid yeah, shit Dog, that we had. Sure. Right. But I remember we would get like that cheap bottle of Andre champagne. Yep. And we would pound like a whole bottle of Andre champagne and get just fucking hammered. Oh, hammered. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, we, we, we did that a lot too. We, and then, you know, <laughs> I, it's really like there's just so much back then that I, I, I rarely drink now just because I kind of, I feel like I did my time back then, so. But that was uh, that was that was good reminiscing. I have a hot fudge Sunday to deliver. You're the greatest, yeah. brother. Hey, congrats, man! You, you sound great. We're proud of you. Keep crushing it. We'll catch up with you soon. Miss you guys. I'll love you, brother. Safe. I love you guys. All right, we'll All see you the best. Bud. Later. <laughs> that kid is the best. <laughs> I love that he's running, man, dude. Like uh, the funniest shit 
Did you see that guy the other day when somebody who was it? Like Kate Upton, I think on social media, wrote like, "Hey, babe," but he wrote, "Hey," and <laughs> Hannah's like, "Knock it off." It's so funny. Oh, that was great. All right. That was good. You were asking me, by the way, last place that I would visit in San Diego. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So my 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 favorite place to go is, and again, it, who knows if she likes it, but since she's from Toronto, I imagine she doesn't get to West Coast beaches very often. It's when you drive off Delmar Heights Road towards the beach oh yeah when you come down the hill dude you're right there i mean it, it's yeah. literally you park your car your three steps here in the water but the the weather's absolutely perfect in that area and if you can find parking you're you're good to go delmar village is pretty fun i like um but like neighborhoods you kind of like yep. neighborhoods and and all those kind of things like south park north park all those kind of cool little places where you can go hang out and do those kind of things that's why i was just saying North Park is unbelievable. Yep. Darren lives there now, and I was talking to Darren about it, and it just is, man, it's the way it's changed in the last 20 years, nobody was hanging out, having dinner uh, on the sidewalk on University Avenue 20 years ago. No. And you go tonight, you go tomorrow night, any night. Yeah. North Park is really cool. South Park is pretty fun. Kensington's really nice. Like, just different neighborhoods where you go, yeah, feels like it, it's a place to hang out. Um, the fuck is the one? Was it University? When you had Kensington, you start heading west, right? You come all the way down. What, is that University Heights? Is that what that is? Is that what it's called? Kind of over by Mission Hills. I know you're but, talking about. Yeah, all that area. Just awesome. Uh, our thanks to Steve Woods. Yeah, that was cool. Incredibly happy for him. <laughs> That's funny. So I wasn't like, I'm not going to put him on. Just put me on speaker, dummy. <laughs> yeah i love having him on that's funny so that's funny he's such a good guy i want to uh, i want to get through these but i'm going to ask you about Kawhi leonard where he ends yeah. up oh, since I'll tell you exactly about Kawhi well that's leonard. what we can't wait to hear that's why i thought we we're going to start the show but we'll end the show that way okay all right so it's worth hanging around because jeff thinks he has some information that's truthful we'll find out okay here we go information that you're not expecting that I all right just relax truthful. all right we'll fucking see how truthful it is <laughs> i'll tell all you right? and then you're gonna change your tune dick oh you think so you thinking it's something you better call me dipshit i called you a dick <laughs> fucking ass all God, right we'd be so bad like if we ever filled in on pti yeah no kidding <laughs> no i'll change your mind yeah. prick yeah beep yeah. Hey, 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 guys. Hey, hey. You guys okay? What? Yeah, we're fine. What's the matter? What's the matter? Oh, you just said, hey, yeah, I'll change yeah. your mind. You can't say chicken dick on ESPN. <laughs> you can't tell Dave. He, you can't go, yeah, fuckhead. <laughs> Shithead. Oh, I thought we were cable. Oh, my gosh. I thought we were cable. We are cable. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, like, you funny. can yell at him. Okay, take two. Ah, <laughs> oh, Dave, fuck off. God, hey. Do you need some water? Oh, need my a, gosh. Do you need a Sierra Miss? <laughs> all right, go. All right, want to mention Brian Curry. Brian Curry, of course, selling real estate all over San Diego County for more than 20 years. If you're in the market right now to sell your home, now is a great time. If you're like me, you're getting phone calls all the time, people saying, I will give you cash for your home right now. The people want to buy your house, and they're sitting there saying, guess what is hard to find homes? Brian Curry will find you a home. People ask me all the time, 
hey, I know Brian's your guy, but is Brian the kind of guy that knows which houses are about to go on sale? Look, I'm telling you what, you better give him a call. He's the best we know in the business. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Again, summer is here, so a lot of parents want to make that move before the new school year starts and wants to know if they can get their kids into a different school. Brian Curry is your guy to find the neighborhood that is perfect for you. Love BC. Former helicopter pilot, so you know he's fearless, right? 20 years in the Navy, the guy's seen everything. And why I tell you that is, A, we're a military town, and tomorrow's the 4th of July. It's a great day, as always, to celebrate the military. But the fucking guy's not going to be impacted by some little pencil neck in an IZOD shirt saying, we don't like your offer. No bullshit. <laughs> you like our offer and you're taking it! No, it's not what he's going to say. <laughs> That's what I'd say if we were doing it. Um, why am I asking you about neighborhoods? I should ask Curry. Yeah. She comes to town. I go, Brian, where are we going? I think, Dave, the idea of buying and selling a home should be incredibly exciting. It really should. It is. Because it's so much a part of your future and everything's going on. But it can also be, if you're in the hands of the wrong person or, God forbid, you try to do it yourself, it can be a disaster quickly. That's why we cannot tell you enough about Brian and I think the deal is, right now, it is a buyer's market. And you want to know about houses before they even show up on the websites. And that's why you have exactly. a guy like Brian who said, hey, you and I are going to go see this house. We're going to take a look at it in any of the neighborhoods I just talked about, whether it's Coronado, South Park, Del Mar, Carlsbad. You go, man, I haven't seen that property. He goes, I know. Because it's not listed, but we can see it, and we're going to see it today. That's the confidence you're going to have when Brian Curry's your guy. He's our guy. He'll be your guy, and you're going to love us for us uh, for introducing you to the, to Brian. All right. Don't forget about Alan Taylor, Taylor Made Pools. Guess what? Fourth of July, people are spending the day outside by the water, of course, by the barbecue. We all know how it works. Alan Taylor has that perfect pool. You blew it probably already this year. Can't right. do anything for you in 2019. But you know it can make 2020 that much better. It's Alan Taylor and Taylor Made Pools. Call Alan. Get that perfect pool in your backyard. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Well, when Dave tells he blows it, he looks right at me. And you know what? I have to admit it. He's right. Because just this morning, I was driving to work, and I got a call from Mary Lou Henner. She's like, is that pool ready? And I said, you know what, Ginger? It's not. <laughs> and the next thing I heard was click. Call over. Shit. I love Mary Lou Henner. I do too. Yeah. If I would have fucking got shit together, <laughs> I would have had to deal with my two mouth-breathing kids all weekend. It would have been her and I <laughs> in the pool having chicken fights. <laughs> What the hell just happened here? With Chris uh, <laughs> Jenner and OJ. It would have been unbelievable, but I fucked around. So Dave's right. If you're like me and having calls from former icons that go unanswered because you don't want to tell them, I didn't get the pool built, baby. Yeah. Don't be a fool. Call Al Taylor. Call Taylor Made Pools. Go look for yourself. I say it all the time. Go look for yourself at our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. Look under the sponsors page yeah, and look at those pools, how nice they are. I just told you, like a dickhead, I'm driving to L.A. tomorrow. That's going to be awesome. Can't wait. Wink, wink. But instead, I could be hanging out with Mary Lou Henner, Susan Anton, and who's my third one? Cheryl Tiggs. Cheryl or Tiggs. Or Cheryl Ladd's always great, too. 
Yeah, Cheryl Ladd's great. You know who else, Dave? I'm going to make it a foursome just because I like everybody coming over. It's that kind of been a good year. Yeah. Pam Greer. Pam Greer. <laughs> That's right. I'm bringing coffee over. Oh, my gosh. And it's going to be great. But I'm going to have to call Al Taylor and get that pool built. Do it. Getting to be about 98 degrees around here locally. Gas prices going through the roof because that fucking gas tax went through. Shit. Get that pool built and I'll come over and hang out, drink your beer, and leave with your woman. All right. couple things right now because you brought up two big names. I had to look them up right away. Yeah. Mary Lou Henner you'd probably still hang out with. Yeah, absolutely. So Mary Lou Henner, how old and how much is she worth? Oh, I like this question. Mary Lou Henner today is... Mary Lou Henner is 62? God dang it, man. That's funny you went young. I would have guessed older than what she is. How old is she? 67. Oh. I would have guessed honestly in her 70s. Yeah, wow. Yeah, okay, six, so she's going to like me that I went young. Yep. And we got an idea. Uh, I'm going to say her net worth right now. She's living comfortably. That's why she looks so great. She's worth $10 million. Pretty close. $12 million. God damn, I'm going to live like a king. Man, I thought that would be high. Now I'm telling you right now, Pam Greer, you would not hang out with Pam anymore. Uh, don't, don't write that off. I'm looking at pictures. I'm telling you, Pam would not be what she wasn't what she was uh, 20 years ago. Oh. Pam Greer today. How old and how much is she worth? Oh, I like this one. Uh, Pam Greer today is 73 years old. You went old. She's 70. 70. All right. Uh, Take her out for a nice dinner and I'll I'll mend that fence. (laughs) Pam Greer's worth, again, a very, I think people would have looked low. I'm going to say Pam Greer's worth $9 million. God dang it. Really good. I tell you, $10 million. Shit. I would have said Pam Greer's worth $850. You better. I swear to God. I hope somebody cuts a tree down tomorrow and it falls and hits you right in the fucking face. That's not nice at all. Some of the people Pam Greer used to bang. Oh, shit. Let me hear this. Richard Pryor from 76 through 79. I got to know who's in my fraternity. That's a hell of a guy in my fraternity. We're doing okay. All right. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, 1970, 1970. God damn. God damn. All right. I'm noticing a trend here. All right. Who else we got? I don't know who the hell Kevin Evans is, but she was with him from 98 to 99. I'm not worried about him. He's a dipshit. (laughs) (laughs) We all have something on our resume that we're not proud of. Nothing recently? No. I don't have to deal with like Jan Michael Vincent or anybody? Because he hit the fucking wall like I told you she did. She looks terrible. There's no chance. She doesn't look good. Where's she and I going? We're going to Lowry's for dinner. You know where that is on La Cienega. Dude, I'll I'll probably be at Buffalo Wild Wings. We'll be in the booth right next to me at this rate. Get a number. (laughs) Get a number. All right, I want to mention Dan Williams as well. Dan Williams, of course, your leading mortgage professional. When it comes to finances, Dan's your guy. I mean, we tell you this all the time. Your finances are so important. Jeff and I talk about yeah. this stage in our life all the time. Do we have the money to make it last? Can we sit there and figure out how long are we expected to live and do we have enough money where we're not going to have to call our kids and say, guess what? Your dad needs new socks. <laughs> call Dan Williams, 858-688-6813, 858 Oh, shit. If I get to the point where I got to make that call, I need new socks. I clearly have failed. That's why you want to give Dan a call because you need to borrow money smart and then you need to know how to repay that money smart. And for tonight, 
The message applies to all of us, but with tomorrow being Independence Day, man, it just feels like any holiday, I just feel like we should celebrate veterans each and every holiday. And if you're a veteran, you have been through enough, whether you have gone overseas or not, doesn't matter to me. I appreciate you. Dave appreciates you. And Dan Williams appreciates you. That's why you want to go to San Diego Lending dot us slash dave jeff so you can get the books for free find out how you can get a home with almost no money down if you're part of the military it's absolutely unbelievable all the programs that are there you just need the guy that knows all about them and that's dan williams give him a call tell him dave and jeff sent you you will never never regret it one of the best guys you'll ever meet absolutely and don't forget about the holidays and the barbecues and everything that goes with it the big green egg we told you about it we hope you took care of it before the fourth of july hot sauces and more guess what they're the key to the rest of your happy summer hot sauces the letter n more.com is the way to go and again jeff and i've told you about it because this is where everybody's going they've changed the way they barbecue forever because of that big green egg uh we're going to be down tuesday night if you want to come down and say hello we'll be at the otai ranch mall as we go down there for the farmer's market i gotta tell you i don't know anybody who makes me laugh on a consistent basis on social media like pete and point loma yeah pete and point loma and Amazon said today that they were absolutely thrilled that we put them down for the hot sauce challenge. Yeah, they were. I fucking loved it. I, I'm telling you guys, that shit makes my day. And Pete's like, I'm in. He goes, I go and eat Mexican food all the time, and I am in. And I don't know where the hell we're going to set it up. Maybe right down there at the store. We'll talk to Brian and see if we can just come down and hang out. Look, I just this is what my thing is, Dave, for the hot sauce challenge. Yeah. I personally am not trying to kill anybody. I just know that I have a certain limitation. So I appreciate guys. Like when I go watch Fran Mel Reyes and he hits a ball 900 feet. Yeah. I have an appreciation for that. I don't have any hate in my heart for Fran Mel Reyes. When Amazon or Pete and Point Loma or Billy, any of you guys, believe me, I'm just going to be an excited observer. I'm not going to push you to torture yourself. But if you're like, bullshit, that spicy one, <laughs> give me two more of those. I'm just going to die laughing. Like Dave said, we'll keep the iced tea. We'll keep whatever you want close by. But let's go down and hit some of those and see how far we can take it. I know I'll be out relatively early, but fuck, it's so fun. Yeah. But Pete and Point Loma goes, dude, I'm in. Amazon yeah, said, dude, I'm in. Yes. Love that shit. You guys are fucking closers. <laughs> uh we're going to have to have them sign a waiver so these guys don't I'm sit not, and sue no. us. You know who has to sign waivers are pussies. And I'll tell you one thing about this audience. There's not a guy in this audience where you go, that dude's a big pussy. They're in. Dave Dodd would be down. Doc Malibu would be in. All these guys that were fucking making me laugh all day today. All those guys. Stevie Woods would be in. All those guys. We don't need guys signing waivers. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll put it on the website. It'll yeah. be great. But, uh, but again, I'm not going to encourage you to try to... I just want to see, like, if you guys can push your own limit. I just want to watch. <laughs> like, God damn, it'll be awesome. Uh, but yeah, come down next Tuesday if you want to hang out. We'll be at the Otai Ranch Mall for the Farmer's Market. Your chance to see why that big green egg is such a great purchase. Absolutely. Also, finally, Kyle Fluger. I just mentioned the website. Does a great job. He's getting busy. I'm telling you right now, you yep. need to have this number. You need to call it. You need to fix your business. Make it look uh, as sharp as it can be and as professional as it can be. Kyle Fluger's number, 619-500-6621. 
619-500-6621. Done so many great things for our site. He can do them for yours as well. Bunch of new things coming quickly, including blogs. Shit, maybe we'll find Lonnie Chin. And we'll do a Where Is She Now interview with the great Lonnie Chin. Changed my life. <laughs> Changed your entire life. All right, let's get to your guy. Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi Leonard. I got to tell you, Dave, he has quickly become one of the most sickening guys in sports Why do you me. say that? Because if I'm the fucking Lakers, or if I'm the Clippers, or I'm the Raptors, I'm like, look, shit face. <laughs> shit face. I was going to call him shithead, and then I was going to call him dick face. All right, which one do I want? I'll just call him Kawhi. <laughs> okay. He go, look, shithead. Kevin Durant was able to go and make a decision. Yeah. Everybody else has gone and made a decision. What the fuck is this shit that you need three more days to do it? Just tell us you're either in or you're out. We're fine. Our franchises, even the Clippers, have been absolutely fine to this point. If we're the Toronto Raptors and you've determined that you want to go to L.A., we understand. We're sad to see you go, but odd. What the fuck do you need another two days for? You know, he's asking for the moon, okay? I mean, what I mean is he's asking, and I don't blame him. This is one opportunity yeah. to make sure everything is perfect. Not just the money, the doctors, how many games he can take off. He's asking for everything he could possibly want, right? Yeah. He's going through the, the three teams, as we know. Yeah. They're Toronto, it's the Lakers, it's the Clippers. I think a month ago, I would have said the Lakers didn't have a chance. Right. You would have thought Clippers or Toronto. Exactly. It's a coin flip on those two. Maybe the Knicks, but I don't think so. But I'm telling you, the way people are interested in this thing. Remember, LeBron waited a long time, too, the first time, back in 2010. Remember, we didn't know did where LeBron... Really, did he drag it, I think it was that eight, far? I think it was eight days for LeBron. Is that yeah, right? he dragged it a long time. What the fuck? But I'm telling you, because of Twitter, and I don't know how much you're into this, but I mean, I cannot stay off it. And I know right. every fan base is doing the same. Every Clipper fan, every Laker yeah. fan, Raptors fan is on Twitter. Know, they got to know immediately what he decides. I tell you, Dave, I don't think he's doing himself any favors. I really don't. What, you think he's hurting himself? I just think people are looking at it going, dude, Durant, Kyrie, fill in the blank. All these guys were able to go and jump. Yeah, yeah. But that bothers me even more to know that you were getting a check from me and yet you had things planned out a year ago. Like Turant. Well, I knew a year ago I wasn't going to be in with Golden State. I think it honestly happened at that parade, just like we were talking about with the owner. Well, I heard tonight I had 710 on driving down, and they were saying that they feel like it's a whole big conspiracy theory. To fuck the Lakers? No, not so much to fuck the Lakers, but that – that the Warriors feel guilty about everything that happened with Kevin Durant, and that's the reason why they retired his number immediately. And then there was another conspiracy theory as to why they took out the full-page ad in the Toronto paper and they didn't do it for the Cleveland paper, or they trying to mend fences after what happened with Kyle Lowry and the owner. I don't know about any of that. To me, Dave, I just, LeBron a year ago, Went and he just moved on to the Lakers. Yeah. And for me, I look at it and go, dude, at some point, it's got to be about professional courtesy. Because two of these teams that have not been able to move on any of the players that have gone off the board, whether they yeah. were J.J. Redick or, I don't know, Boogie Cousins still out there. There's not many guys that are left. They got to try to make a move. And I know what you're thinking is. You're thinking is, hey, it's about me. It's not about them. Great. Yeah. But if I'm the Lakers or the Clippers or Toronto and he drags us out for another three days and then he goes, hey, man, sorry, I'm out. And I look around and go, everybody else is gone. 
because yeah. I put all my eggs in one basket and waited for a week. Yeah, yeah you're right. He has paralyzed. Took 22 games off last year. Yeah. Right? But that worked out. I mean, you can't argue that part. But you're right. He's paralyzed with the other two franchises he's not going to sign with. What What are you waiting to hear over the next two days? Like, what What are you possibly... I'll be honest with you. I don't think he can make a decision. I, I just think he... To me, I don't know. Again, I don't know, Kawhi. No one claims no. to know him. I think he's literally one of those guys that's afraid of hurting feelings and is really having a hard time making a decision. Do you want that guy on your team? Yeah, I really do. <laughs> he's the greatest player in the league right now. Like he's better than LeBron. He's better than everybody. He's the best two way player in the in the NBA. Man. I mean, he is. He's insane. And he's a San Diego State guy, which is even crazier. I get all that. Yeah. And I had an absolute blast watching him this year. Yeah. I'm just telling you, a lot of the shine's coming off the apple with the way he's handling this thing. That's funny. I the way I feel is make the decision that's best for you. It's the only time Who's in your life you're gonna get this. To? His uncle. Uncle Dennis. Well, I, 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 mean, I mean, that's what it sounds like. He believed, yeah. But I think his uncle, Dan, Dennis, people get this story wrong all the time. I've listened to Kawhi say it himself. I watched, what's that dumb show with uh, Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless? Oh, yeah. I know. The they completely had it wrong. He grew up a Laker fan. He did not grow no. up a Laker fan. He and said Kobe it. wasn't his idol. His idol was Allen Iverson. Yeah, AI. He said everyone in his family were Laker fans. He was not a Laker fan. He said AI was his guy. So when I listen to these guys say that shit over and over again, you can find it. Kawhi says it out of his own mouth. What did you make today of when he... Okay, so let's go back. Okay. We're taping this on Wednesday night, July 3rd, because people will hear it at different times. So nothing's happened tonight. So the story was that he met... I've heard a bunch of different things. Let me go through some of the different things that we've heard, and you tell me whether you think yay or nay on this. Okay. The first one is, let me start with the Clippers. The story was that he met with the Clippers with all intent and purposes of telling them you're out. Yes. But that Doc Rivers and Jerry West, maybe Steve Ballmer to a certain extent, whoever was in the meeting. Said you know, Sam Cassell was supposed to be there. The guys that were there yeah. did such a good job of selling him on the vision that all of a sudden the Clippers went from being out to being right back in. Yeah. You buy that? I 100% buy that because, again, I don't think he knows how to make a decision. Okay. Then the other report that said the genie bus was so incredibly frustrated with Magic Johnson because she felt like Magic was hurting their chances of getting Kawhi to the Lakers, not helping. That part I don't believe because it sounds like from the stories that leak that Uncle Dennis is such a Magic Johnson fan that if Magic was still president, they think this deal would already be done. Wow. Wow. What do you make of, as a Laker fan, what do you make of the reports that they met with everybody individually that they met with genie individually I think that's really smart rob palinka individually magic individually yeah. and anybody else i think that's extremely smart on Kawhi's camp to do that because it's like kids when kids fuck up you separate them immediately and you go all right what happened and then you find out who's lying who's telling the truth or if they can keep any kind of lie together and then he basically wants to make sure that the organization's not in complete disarray which from the outside looks like it is so then they report from majiri that it's Help me out. The, the, I can't pronounce the guy from Toronto. Is it Masira Jiri? That sounds good enough. Uh, I say it with all respect. The guy's awesome, but I screw up his name all the time. He told reporters in Toronto that when he met with Kawhi Leonard a couple of years ago when the trade was made, Kawhi had two Just questions. last year. Just last summer. Yeah. Kawhi had two questions for him. A, are you staying? And B, what are you going to do to improve this team? And it had a big deal. And they felt like those would be the same questions. 
Yesterday, the story was that he had met with the Lakers, the Clippers, and Toronto in L.A. Yeah. I mean, they... I heard the same thing. They sent the plane down. Today, he flies the plane up, and they've got helicopters overhead. It looked like the O.J. Bronco chase or any car chase, right? People out in front of the Hazleton Hotel in Toronto. Apparently, that's where the meeting took place. And I'm watching like Arash Markazi and all these guys that we like, thinking... That's going to impact him negatively. The fucking guy's been in the NBA for how long? Yeah. Everywhere they go, every bus they go, there's people there waiting. If the meetings in L.A. are held in private and you go back to what has been, quote unquote, your hometown for two years, and there's a thousand people waiting to tell you they love you and don't leave, I don't know why a guy would take that in a negative way, especially a guy like Kawhi, but like you said, Dave's kind of a mellow dude. You think Kawhi was turned off by that? No, I don't not, know that he would be. No, not at all. I don't buy that for a second. And whether that happened in L.A., yeah. if there were Clipper fans waiting, if there were Laker fans, this is nothing about the Raptors. Yeah. I'm just saying no matter where he went, if people show up to see you, and if people are watching, it tells you about the impact you made in that community. Yeah. No, I don't think that's that strange. What I thought was, uh, as a Laker fan who got nervous is when he went back to Toronto. Because as you said, the story was that he had the meeting in Los Angeles with all three teams, which Mm -hmm. a lot of times guys do. Even if they don't play for a team in L.A., a lot of these guys live in L.A. And so he decided to get on the plane. The funny thing about the plane issue is, you know, he's he's a partner, Kawhi, in that plane. With the the guys from Toronto. So So if he leaves the Lakers, he still has a business venture in private planes. I thought that was the plane, the way they reported it in Toronto was that was the private plane owned by the Maple Leafs organization. Okay, the story I read was MLE. that was the company that he's part owner in. Oh, okay, because yeah. the... I mean, if you own a private plane, why would you take someone else's private plane? Because uh, they're about to sign you to a... Oh, you son of a bitch. Let's hear it. What $500 do you know? million dollar what do you deal? know, you cocksucker? I think he's staying. I think he's staying. How confident are you? Um, I would say right now... Does he sign a one-year deal with Toronto well, and then get the max? Because he can get uh, basically an extra like $100 million if he does that. What I was told today was the the feeling is a two-year deal. A feeling Why was, would it two years? It's a, because it's supposed to be a one and then sign the big one. See, I think, David, it's a, it's a two-year because after two years, then he's been in the NBA for 10 years and no, he can super max it. Everything I've seen, it, it's the one in super. So if he signs a one-year deal and then signs another big one, he can get an extra $100 million. Okay. So let's just, yeah. Okay. Uh, but you think he's staying for basically, no matter what, it's not. he won't be playing for the Lakers this I, year. I'm telling you, this to me, and again, only if I'm guessing, Yeah. this to me is what I think fucked the Lakers. Really? You think something fucked him? It's not that he fell in love with Toronto? Uh, I'm telling you, I think if Ty Lue's the head coach of that team. You think so? Yeah. I think if Ty Lue's the head coach. You saying Kawhi's a racist? No, I'm not saying he's a racist, you idiot. I'm just like, he's looking at it going, Frank Vogel? And I don't know, man. I don't know. if I, I'm just trying to look at it from yeah. a player's perspective. You go, okay, we have Anthony Davis. Yeah. We have LeBron. I got to be looking at going, I know in Toronto, yeah. I've got Kyle Lowry running the point and Serge Ibaka, whatever yeah, else. We know got a bunch of old guys. Yeah. yeah. But who am I going to get here? When I'm listening to 710 today and they're like, oh, they're bringing Rondo back to run the point. Like, man. And then I'm thinking about the Clippers. You go, okay, well, you got Doc Rivers and you have Jerry West. None of those guys play. 
Right. They got Lou Williams. That's what they got. Lou Williams. Yep. Patrick Beverly. Yep. But now I'm looking at, I go, I just think if you go, hey, man, come here. Yeah. Ty Lue's a, an NBA championship coach. It's LeBron. It's Anthony Davis. And we've got all our pieces in place. We're just missing you. I just think you still have to sell him on the fact that you just left Nick Nurse. Yeah. Who got a lot out of you and a lot out of those guys and beat Milwaukee and beat Philadelphia and ultimately beat the two-time defending world champion. That that would be my argument if I'm the Raptors. I'm like, we showed you what we can do with you yeah. here. We just want it. You're loved in this town. The whole thing. If you think you and Frank Vogel and Rondo are better, well, I'd say we'd kick your ass, but you're not going to be out of the first round. Oh, just Jesus. call us if you need tickets and we'll get you a good deal on them. Let me ask you. Get them for you at the employee discount. If you're a betting guy, no joke, okay? You don't have uh, you don't have, have a dog yeah. in the race. You're a betting guy. What's the better chance of winning a championship next year, Lakers or Raptors? Oh, it's the I, Lakers. Based on what? Based on Golden State has, isn't the same team anymore. You already have LeBron and Anthony Davis, two of the best players in the league. You had Kawhi, you have three. You got two guys. Two of the best players in the fucking league. Name another team in the league that's two better guys than them. I'm just saying. Don't I look tell at what me Golden State looks. Paul George or Russell Westbrook. They no. Are, I'm telling you. Who it's, you got to have other guys though, Dave? When you look at what look at what Golden State yeah, got, they're about to get Corver. They just got Jared Dudley. They're getting shooters. You know, listen to your voice waver. You I'm, don't even believe your own. I hundred percent believe. Want to bet a thousand dollars the Lakers win the championship without Kawhi? <laughs> My wife hates when I do this. By the way, today she yelled at me today about it. They, what the fuck? Who's paying for that? Yeah. This Padre team keeps winning every time I turn the TV on. I was like, mm-hmm. shit. All right. So, look. Honestly, they're I think getting, you go to the Lakers. They're getting Corver? They're getting Corver. Just spot-up shooter. Who knows if he can create his own shot anymore. I wanted Redick. Anyway. Dudley. You know they're going to get Boogie Jared Cousins. Dudley, we've had him on the show. Dudley's a great guy. Yeah. San Diego guy. Boogie Cousins going there? Boogie Cousins could go there. They say Boogie's either going to the Lakers, or the Spurs, or the Mavs. But he's, Boogie's never been on a team that won. Right. Maybe yeah. they don't want him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. JaVale McGee's coming back. I don't know what to tell you. I just t- think in the West, I think... Th- there's a better chance the Lakers win the West than the Raptors win the East. How's that? The the Sixers are, are – I think the Sixers, their plan is, we're just going to beat the fuck out of this guy next year with Embiid and Horford. We're just going to knock the shit out of Golden State just keeps fucking lone guys up, though. Who? Who do they got? Clay's gone. I mean, I, yeah, Clay's hurt. Fucking Durant's gone. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell, dude, come on. Oh, shit. Please. Two weeks ago, you're like, I can't wait till he's no, back. I didn't, did not want him back. I was hoping he'd go to Minnesota. Him. Sat here wearing his jersey. <laughs> Dude, I never owned it. You fucking loved it. I never, never loved it. So, so by the time we come back on, you say he's a Raptor. And when, mm. what day does he make this decision? God, Dave, the longer it drags out. And you know what? Here's the thing. Yeah. And I would be, I, I'm a Wolves fan. Yeah. The Wolves are not in this. I, I do not for a second take this. I fucking been in Toronto 11 days of my life. Not I, I loved watching the playoffs, but if he goes there and signs, all of this shit that's going on right now will be forgotten about by opening night, right? Yeah, of course. All of it. Yes. But if you're a Laker or a Clipper fan, you don't forget it. No, not at all. I don't know I don't know how he would be received in Toronto because I don't think Toronto 
has as many holes. They don't have as many holes to fill as yeah. uh, as the Lakers have to fill. If the Lakers don't get Kawhi, they still have two of the top five guys in the league. I got it. You still got to put yeah. the other three in. Well, sorry, right. I'll take LeBron and and fucking Anthony Davis over Norman Powell. Yeah, how to go fucking last year? Marcus all. You had LeBron last we, year. We how'd were, that go? We were fine when he was healthy. Everybody forgets that shit. Everyone on the team was hurt last year. Everybody got hurt. That's why they aren't here anymore. And we got Kuzma. Don't underestimate him. He was a Buffalo Wild Wings. I tell you, last year. Where do you think he's going? You would have met him. Where do you think Um, he's going right now? As it it drags out. It makes me nervous that he went back to Toronto. Yeah. That seemed like a weird move to me. As it drags out, who's it benefit? Oh, that benefits Toronto. Think so? If it drags out, it benefits Toronto. Now, if he gets on the plane and is making his decision from California, then I think that we got a fair chance. I think Uncle Dennis wants him with the Lakers. That just if you're his <laughs> Uncle Dennis sounds like a made up character, but if you were, if you let me ask you, if you were his advisor, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, what, oh. what do you say? I'm telling him go to the Lakers. Yeah, me too. I mean, your yeah. whole family's fucking here. Your mom's yeah. here. You don't have a dad. You have us. Guess what? No, he speaks highly of Palinka, Steve Fisher. Right. And he, and guess what? He loves Steve Fisher. That You said that the other day, the Steve Fisher connection between Palinka and nobody's written it. Yeah. Nobody has said it. Like, especially this horseshit Union Tribune, right? Yeah. Goddamn Pete <laughs> Point Loma goes through it with his highlighter every day wearing me out. It's the only way I read the papers because of him. But nobody has drawn the connection yeah. between Fisher, Kawhi, and Palinka. Yeah. And all bullshit aside... I think that's pretty interesting. I mean, look, well, the other it's guy, not just Fisher. It's uh, Kobe. It's well, well, yeah. Well, Kobe has some has some full, but it's uh, God damn, John, hundred percent blank. The head coach of the San Diego State right now. Oh, uh, Brian Dutcher. Brian Dutcher guarantee a recruit of both of them. Yeah, yeah. Now look, I don't know how much he's in contact. I mean, when you think when you go back to what Steve said about recruiting Kawhi, yeah. and Brian said too, shit, they didn't know to the end. Yeah. I don't know if he talks to Steve Fisher and Brian Dutcher, but I think it's an interesting connection. Look, I'd love to see him go back there, but Dave, I wasn't there in January when they had 24 inches of snow on the fucking ground. Wow. And if you've grown up in Southern California and you've spent your time in you warm weather. You can't find gloves with those big fucking hands? God damn it, man. <laughs> like, right? And whether you're a Laker fan or not. Yeah. He won one. He's two-time champion, right? Dude, not only is he a two-time champion, maybe the two most impressive championships in the history of the NBA. Yeah. Meaning he broke up two super teams. He broke up the Heat. Yeah. And he broke up with the Warriors. Insane. So now. You tell me one person that has more impressive championships than that. I can't name anybody. Now you have the opportunity to go to L.A., play with the, and it's the Lakers. It's the name. Uh, I'm saying, with yeah. all respect to the Clippers, they don't have anything no. there. It's not one retired number up on, on the no. wall. And there you're just going to go and be, you're just going to blend in. But for me, Dave, yeah, if I'm if I'm the Raptors, I would prepare myself for the idea that we won a championship. Yeah. And it was pretty cool to have him here. But it makes the most sense for him to go to the Lakers. And I- then if I'm the Lakers, I'm like, well, Frank, you've got nine games to prove yourself. Or you're going to be like uh, David Bland in Cleveland. You're going to be out quick. 
but it wasn't bland. It was what's his fucking name? Yeah, the dude. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't what God. What is it? David? You got the David part right. If you would have said what was the guy's not, name, I would have told you. Not David Blaine. No, not <laughs> the great magician. <laughs> Could have been. But I mean, they're gonna have to get Jamal Wilkes or somebody to come in off the fucking bench to coach that team. David Blatt. David Blatt. Oh, that was close. You were uh, close, actually. Yeah, but uh, that to me, I think by the time we're here again, I think he's a Laker. Okay, what day did you say? I think, uh, dude, the thing that Josh wrote today on social media that he's going to come out tomorrow dressed as Apollo Creed <laughs> for Fourth of July uh, was fantastic. Um, it oh just my gosh. look. I I think it makes sense from a league standpoint. I think it makes sense from him. Why wouldn't you want to go play with those two guys, right? Yeah, my opinion. But anyway, I I say Friday. Friday is the day. I don't think he does it tomorrow. He would stretch it out to October if he could. I honestly don't think he knows how to make a decision. Yeah, I the people up there believe that he's coming back on that short term deal with the opportunity to really max it out. Yeah. But if I had a guess tonight, my guess is that he's a member of the Lakers, and. There's no team I hate in sports more than the Celtics. Yeah. So if the Celtics and the Knicks have to sit there and look at the Lakers getting it all, it's good for the league when the Lakers are in the middle of it. Uh, That'll be my guess. I'm with you. My guess will be by the next time we're here, he's a member of the Lakers. That'd be something else. That'd be absolutely crazy. And tickets will cost 10000 to sit at the top. Right. And here's the other great news. Uh, Not only did I predict that, but I'm fucking doing stats for Al Horton. Thanks very much. Thanks, Alan. What, both games? How many times did they come here to face the Lakers? At least two to three times. No, I think he did one Clipper game and one Laker game. You can do the Clipper game. Oh, fuck the Clippers. Why All right, then it? I'll take that one. You Thanks, take Alan. It. Fuck you and Patrick Beverly and Thank Lou you. Williams. You'll have no problem finding parking to see that shit show. Thank you, Alan. Go ahead. I appreciate it. I'll let you know. Let me know how many... Uh, Fuck, I was the worst stack guy ever. But what do you need, Alan? How many points off the fast dude, break? Oh, my God, dude. I'm telling you what. The one time you did the stats, everybody fucking took pictures of you on their TV all night. I know. Jesus. Shit. <laughs> you, should, you should go to, like, glamour shots before and get all the makeup done. <laughs> Fuck. Get a crown. Fucking, this is the worst audience ever to tell them what you're going to do. Yeah. You should have just done it and then told everyone, guess what, I did it last night. Oh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what? Fuck I won't. Uh, I won't even take that Laker game. You'd have to go. Oh Jesus! You'd have to go. You can have the Laker game. Thanks, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give do it the, to you the next year. Oh, I was gonna say I'd do the Raptor game, but then I realized, fuck, I'd have to fly to Minneapolis to do that. <laughs> they don't play the Raptors up here. No, they oh don't. shit! All right, I'll take the Clipper game. You get the Laker. You game. got it, bud. All, All right. right, we'll see. You. Everybody have a safe fourth. We'll see you next week. All right. Stop.